1: Have an insatiable thirst
2: for Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite! Uh, my name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The Stat Daddy.
3: But I think Derek Brown, hey man, he deserves that dab on him
2: thing. Okay? Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him.
3: All the same, yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go
2: to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy.
4: Dab on him, Shaq. I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one postgame
2: roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers post game show. Take a seat on the therapy couch, folks. It's the C three Panthers post game show. The Carolina Panthers have fallen twenty eight to six on the road in New Orleans. They are now one in twelve as New Orleans advances to six and seven in a three way tie for the NFC South. I believe last time I checked, the Bucks had won, which makes this division completely up in the air for any terrible team except for the Carolina Panthers. Somehow, some way, they got blown out by a New Orleans team that was horrendous. Man, I am telling you, New Orleans did everything in the world to play a terrible football game today, and the Carolina Panthers said, hold my beer. I've got worse football than you could freaking imagine. <laughs> Boy, from a blocked punt for a touchdown to the point where a Miles Sanders ripped off 50-yard run to the one, it feels like. Somehow, yeah. walked backwards. Walked backwards and then didn't. I don't even think ended with points. I think that was the missed field goal on that one. Blah. Blech, yuck. Terrible. The Carolina Panthers freaking stink. And I'm here to soak up that shitty smell with my buddies. Cody Lack. Um, this game... Somehow, when I was listening to On the Way Home from my son's concert, which I was watching it on my phone throughout, uh, they were like, oh, the score is not reflective at all of how this game was. This was a close game. This was a close game. You know what? If the New Orleans Saints were half a fucking good team, this would have been 100 to 6. Easy.
5: Easy.
3: Easy. Uh, Listen, I know I've said this before. A lot of people might say, Cody, you came in in 2011 with Cam. You didn't directly experience how bad that 2010 year was, and I'm sure it was bad. But there is no way the Carolina Panthers have ever fielded an offense worse than this. The fact that Josh McCown and Deuce Staley were fired before Thomas Brown is an absolute joke. This man is allergic to running the ball on short down scenarios that is pathetic he's absolutely putting our team in disadvantageous positions and then on top of it and i know a lot of people hate when we dwell on the quarterback but yet another game where we have far more questions and doubts about our number one overall pick that we traded up for than we ever have it's embarrassing uh, I want to welcome all the fans that did suffer through this game and watch this miserable performance. And to everyone who has a little bit of sense and decided, you know what? I'm going to tune into the C3 podcast instead of this dilapidated Panther football team. I'm going to save my energy from them. We really appreciate y'all, man. We're here for another post game, your therapy session, Tony CK. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brothers. Let's roll.
2: CK, the Panthers lost by over 20 points today to a team that their quarterback threw for 119 yards. They had a total of 25 rushing yards. This team beat the Carolina Panthers with under 200 yards of offense as a team by 20 points. Bryce Young finished the day 13 for 36 on 100, with 137 yards. Another fumble that led to problems in so many ways. CK, this was, I don't know, First, the first half was so boring, dude. So boring. Yeah. And the second half was so bad. Is there, a, is there a game in recent memory that was this terrible for you?
4: Um, maybe the 49ers last year when just got steamrolled. Yeah. Um, maybe the Pittsburgh game.
2: Uh, oh, that Thursday night game. The yeah. 50, yeah. But at least we started out with a touchdown. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, this that started was out mad, with a touchdown, dude. but then it was like back to back, uh, touchdowns for the Steelers. Uh, that was the Juju Smith and, uh, and then the, uh, was it Harrison interception? I, I think that one felt bad. This is the, the thing is, is we expected to be competitive in that game. We weren't, we never expected to be good. And, you know, after the half, the first half of this season has gone the way that it has, um, I- anytime we perform horribly, it's not a surprise. I don't think it should make it feel worse because of it. It's just like, we're, we are are who we are. Um, but that, Yeah, that's just my own personal opinion. I I don't think it's the worst. It's just another in the line of things that prove that our situation is one of the worst that uh, could possibly be uh, imagined for any fan of any professional sports team. I don't think even going back to the Browns, going back to the Jets, going back to the Bills before they had their resurgence, I don't know that any other team has a worse situation than the Panthers do right now. Um all right, let's start with this. We have uh
2: the David Dotto Balls Out Award later in the show where we name a player uh who has ball- who balled out. I think we actually can point to a couple of plays uh that made those players stand out this week. But can anybody name a good player on this team? Uh Derek to- Brown. Derek Brown. That's it. Yes, I was. going to say, Brown. not name Derek Brown. Frankie Luvu.
3: One good play. Yeah, Frankie Luvu.
4: But he's, I mean, he's John, not been alive Hecker, at all. Well, no. Johnny
3: Hacker. Hey, hey, Tuba fucking Hubbard. I tuba
2: would even go, I would go good, man? I would say this is Whatever
3: like it's not bad. This is the best. Look, look, shout out to Miles Sanders. Miles had a great game today. After. It was his best game as a Panther. Had a big time run. But, dude, Chuba, especially early in that game, was consistently picking up yards, and then they move away from running him. It's the dumbest shit in the world. It I don't, don't know, know if we head have head one player, guys, the,
2: that would start on another team. I don't think we do. Like, like I, I Derek mean, Derrick
3: Brown, is, like, Derek yeah, Brown, Derek would Brown would is the only Brain player. Brian burns. burns. Yeah, yeah he, he would start on another
4: okay. team. J.C. Okay. Horn would be a starter. J.C. He Horn
3: played him. decent today, I feel.
4: Okay. Um, Okay.
3: Oh boy. Yeah.
2: I mean, he didn't have to play. Who? Who cares? All right. Uh, let's start with this. The Carolina Panthers. Um. I are horrible. Two super
3: chats, you
2: want. Yeah. Let's uh read off the super chats and then we'll get your take on wherever you guys want to go yeah. in the game.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, so near man. We love near with the twenty dollars. Says Bryce' final stat line: thirteen of 35, 37 percent completion rate. Uh. One hundred and thirty seven passing yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, one fumble. This might be the worst trade up in NFL history if the Bears get a great quarterback next year and CJ continues to be the great. And I just want to say if that is true and if Bryce doesn't show something at some point, either at the end of this year or next year, it is going to be talked about as one of the worst trades Ever in NFL history. Over, oh,
4: yeah, des- we're going to hear this and, 50 years.
3: And, and deservedly so, considering DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey are not a part of this team because of that said trade. Uh, King uh... Jermaine Shepard, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. King Jermaine Shepard, the first, uh, says fans shitted on me for wanting to resign Darnold or resign Darnold for two more years. Stay at nine and stick with Wilkes. Appreciate you, Jermaine. Roosevelt, Mongo, says the Saints got their get-right game today. I said it last week after the Saints lost three in a row. The Falcons will get theirs next Sunday. All right, Mongo. Uh, and Jerry with the 999. Panthers are getting worse. Uh, they have been, uh, they had been close games. Not good for all you have up, for all you traded up for the quarterback. All those good defensive players. And you don't trade to help Bryce Young. I'm telling you, more and more people are starting to have more and more questions about Bryce. And I know that this game is not all on Bryce, y'all. But I feel we're like not getting answers.
2: Play, though, how about that? Is that you're not is getting, that, you're not getting any? You're not getting any answers to what? That is not what you already believe. Right, right. So it's like, if you believe that Bryce Young is good, if you believe that he's in an untenable situation, then there has been no more evidence to add to any of that stuff. You're just holding on to your beliefs at this moment because he hasn't done anything. And God bless the poor kid out there getting mugged and murdered all the time. Icky. It's just, they're all bad. The offensive line is just horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, but there's not been any moment where Bryce Young has overcome that. And you can point to individual plays where he has overcome that in a way and done something. But and, and, and it's fine to say if you think that it's unfair for him to have to do that or be able to do that or be capable to do that, then that's fine. But it just hasn't happened. And this is a collective failure. CK has been on this train for the last couple of weeks, and I think he's absolutely right, is that this defense, while we have proclaimed it the best part of the team, is not good. And the only reason they look good is because they don't have to do very much. Teams don't have to do very much to beat this team. And I think today is a fantastic example of that. While the defense was put in some horrible, Short field situations, and that is untenable for them. The New Orleans Saints were freaking awful today. Derek Carr was terrible, dude. He was freaking ter- and this is two games now that the Carolina Panthers have played Derek Carr in the Saints, and he has started off the game absolutely atrociously. The Panthers defense made him look stupid at times. He was just dumb at other times, but the Carolina Panthers can't do anything. When these teams are letting you hang around in the game, Cody, they just let the Panthers play awful. And yeah, you're like, we can come out of it. And this is the part that drives me nuts is you're like, fuck, terrible Panthers, shitty Panthers, terrible receivers. Terrible offensive line. Ugh, Bryce ain't doing good. Hey, we're not that far down. All we got to do is make one drive. And they can't do it, dude. Yeah. They, every time they move forward, they move backwards. And to me, the quintessential yeah. moment, the metaphor for this season is Miles Sanders finally makes a good play. He yeah. finally makes a good play, a forty-eight yard run down to the goal line, and then yeah. three consecutive plays, the Panthers move backwards, and this time there won't even no fucking penalties. No.
3: Dude, Thomas Brown is terrible. Everybody was blaming Frank Reich for this offense being dog shit and having no life. Well, okay, what what when do you blame your offensive coordinator? Like, why are we allergic to running the ball in short-down scenarios? I don't understand it for the fucking life of me, man. It, it, it really upsets me because our, our coaches cannot stop making a shit harder for this team that already can't get out of their own way. You, Miles Sanders finally gets you a little bit of momentum, and then you're just abandoned running the football. There was never a moment on third or fourth down where I ever felt like the Panthers were going to convert. Why would you and how could you? Every single bit of this offense has continued to get worse throughout the year. Everyone, I mean, even from game to game, you see the level of play continuously going down when you think the Panthers couldn't possibly do it any worse than the week before. And then they do it again. I'm going to continue to beat this drum that every play that that you start with Bryce Young, you are hurting his further development for this season, that means absolutely fuck all. It doesn't mean anything. It's been time to see Andy Dalton. It's time to move on to something different for the rest of this year, especially when you know that we're firing every fucking coach in the building. You know they are.
4: Yeah. No, I, I, the, after the, uh, the last touchdown by the Saints, uh, we should have seen Andy Dalton in there. There was literally no point in putting him back out there. Um, I know that you're trying to save the guy's confidence. You're not trying to cause there to be any issues there. But you, you, listen, if you believe he has the mental fortitude to be able to last in this league, you have to be able to expe- accept putting him on the bench and letting him see how a, a you know a, a 15-year veteran in the league is going to be able to... It's an exaggeration, by the way. It's like 12 years. But right. uh, a, a, a veteran in this league is going to actually prepare how they're going to handle certain looks in the uh, from the defense, things like that.
2: Um, Let's do – let's see where we at. We got some more Super Chats in here. We'll go ahead and hit these up. Uh, Jerry, 999. I don't know if we – we didn't read this one already, did we? Panthers,
3: uh, no, I, I – yeah, go ahead.
2: Panthers are getting worse. There have been close games. Not good at all. Uh, not good for all you have up for the quarterback. All those good defensive players, and you don't trade to help Bryce – Vegas. Oh, yeah, we did read
3: that one. Panthers
2: yeah, drew any member of C three could throw that T D to Mango. Hey,
5: that uh, sounds, man.
2: Railroad man, thank you for the two dollar super chat. The Panthers put the F U in fun. Eric, a member, a C three super fan member for just a dollar ninety-nine. You can help continue to build the C com- three community and the longest running Panthers podcast. over 10 years in our 11th year now, Eric member for 14 months. That's a real deal. That's probably from the beginning of when we started that super fan club right there. This team can eat my farts. And Jerry says football, 999, big time, big donations today. We appreciate it. We need it as uh, the sponsors are flooding or running away from the Carolina Panthers right now. Football is all about drafting, Jerry says, in trades because there are so many players that play versus basketball. All right. Football is all about drafting in trades because there are so many players that play versus basketball where there's few. I don't think we'll ever see a Bryce's potential with the Panthers. They traded a lot for Bryce. That's the scary part, I think, even for people who have been um, who have been kind of critical of Bryce Young let's start with greg who is not here but here in spirit right greg is um on a personal mission at these mo- a lot these days but greg even says this is that despite him being the number 1 bryce hater from the beginning starting this and really being so far ahead of the curve on what so many people have become he said this is that like he almost feels to the point where it's just like Unfortunately, Bryce is never going to be able to do well in Carolina because by the, time, by the time that they get the things that would need to help him improve, that ship will already have been sailed for coaches, GMs, yeah. and likely Bryce Young because, look, I mean, very rarely does a team hold on to a guy like Justin Fields and give him that much time to see no. what got in him and uh and they're still gonna move on
3: and at least with justin fields like there was one game i believe he had over 200 rushing yards so even if you had some doubts about what he could do with the quarterback position you see he's a great running back and by the way to bryce young's credit to this point he might be a better running back than he is a quarterback dude like i I straight up would run power run with bryce just because everybody says it's a bad idea and I think that he would fucking be better than whatever we're doing now, dude. Um, it's embarrassing, man. And then I feel like it's the same old, same old. And that because we have no offense, an otherwise, you know, good to really good Panthers defense, they're out there for three quarters fighting their ass off, and then it just they break like a dam that's been overflown. It's it, it just ends up being too much when your offense can never play complimentary football. Um it, it's the same thing. Now, this is shout out to Strats. We've had a lot of people that were very hopeful that the Panthers could get the W. How about Panther Pickle on the Friday free for all was the only one that picked the Saints to win. Everybody else was picking the Panthers. Why? I don't, fans. I, I
5: don't know. Fans. I don't
3: know. Dude, I don't That's know where this fans. optimism I know. I don't know where this optimism is you know truly coming from why people think that we're gonna be able to win a game the rest of this year. We're not. The Carolina Panthers are gonna be what the first team to go one and sixteen in the modern era, and we don't have a first round pick to show for it. It's bad times. Bad uh, bad times.
2: The numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. That's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety-eight. Let's go ahead and take some calls, see what these fans have no. to say about this game. I can't believe that they're going to be pleased. No. So, what are your thoughts on cat
1: calling?
4: Yeah, it's pretty. Shit. You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
6: Uh, very uncomfortable.
4: So, how do you think cat calling makes the person feel?
7: It a feels two two good. Two and like, who's <coughs> that cat sitting in the back corner with his face
2: buried in his nose. Who's that kid that can use one? As I start out with this call, I want to wish G. Kavassie a happy birthday. I have it in my calendar as his birthday. I hope that's right. I love when I put random people's birthdays or somehow they get linked into my calendar, and I feel so cool for knowing they have a birthday. G. Kavassie, happy birthday.
3: Happy birthday, G.
2: uh, And if it's not your birthday, here's your present. You're the first call. If we can hear it. We can never hear it, Tony. Come
7: on. Dun, dun, dun.
6: Yeah, dun, dun,
2: dun, dun, dun.
3: Maybe no one called in. Maybe Yo, everyone. Sucks, man. That action, hey that
6: y'all, it's G Kavassi A.
8: and what keep it short and simple. Yo, Bryce sucks, man. Hopefully, he'll be <laughs> better next year. I mean, he showed some good plays today, but them deep passes he did earlier—those those receivers should have caught it. Either he's thrown it too far. Or you don't have the wide receivers to catch. Our, our team is horrible. I mean, the game is still going on. It's the fourth quarter. It's five minutes and 54 seconds left. It's six to 21 Saints, but we're not going to win this game, y'all. It's just a pathetic season. And you heard it first right here. We need to get Thomas Brown the fuck away from Carolina. Like, right, for real. They need to fire his ass and let Jim Caldwell call the goddamn plays in there. Because Miles Sanders did that damn amazing running play and then they kept him in at the goal line. Why didn't they put Chuba Hubbard in? Why are they still playing Miles? I don't know, G. Game? We didn't score off that shit. We didn't score a touchdown off that shit. Shit makes no damn sense, man. But anyway, y'all. Give me your thoughts on that. Keep telling me.
2: Let's start out with those two first passes, uh, passes down the left sideline or it looked like the left side, not like the back side line uh, to start the game. Bryce Young overthrew. Uh, I guess it was Mingo on the first one. Yeah. And Steven Sullivan. Um, yeah, Stephen
3: Sullivan. Rose. Yeah. I
2: think that these were um, just failed connections. You know what I'm saying? Is like uh, right? Look, right. Read worried about the safety coming over the top you know and helping trying to put it in the window but not feeling uh just not being on uh on t- target with the actual receiver ck what's going on with bryce young
4: um i think it's a combination of everything i think uh when you look at uh the receivers even if you look at that mingo uh both mingo overthrows technically um he's not a very fast receiver he might have been open uh but he was not very fast uh the ball was maybe two yards out in front of him on both of those throws. Um, I would hope that that's something that he could, you know, shore up and hopefully fix throughout the season with chemistry with him, but that clearly hasn't happened. Um, and uh, I think there's a, I, there's got to be a shell shock nature to this, right? I think that uh, they're probably telling him he's got to do something a certain way. Um, and and you know, hear, throw it here, throw it here, throw it here all the time. Probably, uh, that would be my guess is that they're not giving him a lot of leeway to try to do anything different. They're like, we got to try to get the ball down the field, uh, things like that. I think there's probably a lot of things that are going wrong, but uh, ultimately he's just not progressing. We thought he was progressing up until the Houston game since then. It seems like he's taken a step back week over week over week, and uh, this team has done nothing to help him either. Uh,
2: Thomas um, Brown has been in the crosshairs for the caller, G. Kavassi, and for you, Cody. I continue to always think this is that – I think you're just going after play calling is too simple. Like, is these guys didn't execute any of those damn plays either, dude? Like, I mean, I know that you could say, oh, we didn't want that call. We want to do something different. But these, the team is just not executing simple plays. Like, even the every fourth down. Well, first of all, this is another reason because we had to throw basically fourth and 10 or fourth and 13 on our own 20 late in the game, because there's no reason to put the ball and lose by, you know, at least you want to try to get a score, even the black Blackshear throw, which was right. He fell down. Like nothing is going right. So it's like, is it fair to just say Thomas Brown is the the biggest problem here when these guys just can't pull off simple plays?
4: Yes, I think, uh, well, I wouldn't say the, I don't know if I can say biggest problem. Um, I think his play calling, I think his play calling is incredibly suspect. Um, the decision to go into a pass uh, passing play or even running out of the the shotgun formation of the pistol on short yardage situations. It's just, it continues to haunt this team as we move forward. Um, what the, the, the yeah, looking at this, I'm gonna rank our biggest problems, right? Number one, coaching. That's got our number one issue. Thomas Brown, from the offensive perspective, has not done well. Camp isn't getting this uh, offensive line uh, doing well. Obviously, our wide receivers uh, coach isn't doing a great job of getting these guys uh, to to be have sound technique and trying to route run and all that stuff. And then on top of that, yet in the 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 quarterbacks coach, obviously now uh, our. Uh, you know, with married to Carlene Kane, yeah, K- K- K. K. Um, I think it starts there. Um, I think Bryce Young not elevating the 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 talent around him is still a question mark. Um, but uh, the offensive line and Bryce Young, I think, are equally uh, responsible in here. Um, and then, well, I think, oh, man, the wide receivers dropped. Well, I mean, balls you mentioned the problem.
3: receivers too. There's nothing like there good. was a, There's nothing there was a, there was so many. That's right. It was an embarrassment of errors. It was like a Three Stooges movie. Everybody's clonking At least we each didn't have a lot of penalties this week. No. no, I mean, I, I felt like the game was decently officiated for the most part, uh, but everybody's so bad, man. The offensive line, dude, it is the most abysmal offense that I've ever had to watch. And look, I know a lot of fans that are the cat calls that are in our chat. They say, man, I gave up on watching it. I'm a bit real. I feel obligated to watch them. Like, how am I going to come up here and do a, and do a Panthers podcast and not be able to talk about what happened in the game? man? I can't. Like,
2: it's so painful, Cody, that I can't t- turn away either. So I try because I can do split screen on my um on my TV with multiple yeah, games same. and I try to watch the other games and flip around. But it's so small. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I, so I it. just end up turning it to the Panthers game to focus right. on it because we're going to do this show. And it is freaking miserable, dude.
3: It's rough, I, dude. It's fucking miserable. It's, a, miserable. it's a
2: fucking, you know what is uh, good news, I guess, for people who are rooting for the cosmos to align and Bryce Young to thrive in that universe, in that parallel universe right now. CJ Stroud and them got creamed by the
4: Jets today. So yeah, there's a feather in your cap right there. Well, but, the only thing that I say about that is yes, he was going up against the Jets. Um, but I will tell you, since he lost his two star wide receivers, they got they lost uh, both of them. Yeah, Nico Collins went out today early, in, like in the first drive, and he never returned. So, um, and then CJ Stroud didn't look good at all. Really, like, I didn't like very. Day underwhelming again one game two games if you count them. I mean he's had a few underwhelming games overall sure. he's still having a great rookie season um, but uh, I, I think it further uh, I think it almost strengthens the questions of how important having weapons around you is um, right. and uh, and not having his weapons and going up against the Jets defense was not was a a backbreaker for that team and it it ultimately got him hurt.
2: Sadly though, we haven't had to play play. Jet Steve or not sadly. We haven't played really good teams though, man. That's this getting beat down by bad the Saints are terrible, dude. They're fucking
4: awful.
5: Yeah, dude, I love
4: I love I'm so glad the the day went the way that it did. As the Panthers fan, did I want to win? Yes. But now that there's a three-way tie at the top of the NFC South going six for six for six and six and six and six and six and six and six. Not only is it very questionable if you're a Christian, but it's also very, uh, very funny because we're going to be playing the uh, two of those teams and we could be the deciding factor in who actually wins the NFC South. So uh, we
2: all want them to inch up too. we want them all to win so that they have worse draft picks. Uh, who do because you want the, to win the division other than the Panthers? I want the Bucs to win.
4: I want the Bucs to win, too. Um, actually, you know what? I do want the Falcons to win only because I know that they are not going to have a shot at winning their wild card or their uh, their first uh, playoff game. Terrible. Not yeah. a single. I mean, there is no way they Does would win. Does anyone think the
3: Saints will, too? Did y'all count how many times Saints fans were booing oh, them? They were booing in against, against own the own worst team view? in the league. I know. They were playing the Because he was terrible. Panthers Derek Carr too. was
2: horrible. Think about this. What if the Panthers guys would have been in this playoff run right now? Wow. And what if we somehow had won the division and we're still just as a bad team, you know what I'm saying, just a little bit better in the win column? Imagine a playoff game in Bank of America hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Again? (laughs) Right, right. But this would – you thought that other one was a road game for the Panthers. This would be full-on jerry land. This would be crazy how you would have – you would not have any home field advantage. In fact, I wonder if any team – because they're likely going to have to host the Cowboys. Will the Cowboys have a home game but on the road still? Just yeah, regardless they're going to they, they have
3: one in Atlanta. If there's a playoff game in Atlanta, yeah, the Cowboys are going to have a whole I think game.
2: the Saints are the only place that might be able to turn out. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. All uh, right. Yeah, the Saints have the fans. Too. Hey, uh, Real quick, uh, just because I thought this was uh, interesting enough to share uh, from Panther Pickle, Bryce Young completed 36% of his passes. That's the lowest completion percentage by a starting quarterback in a game
5: this season. I didn't Pretty feel like he was he
3: that
2: inaccurate, average. though, today. Yeah, okay, like, okay. I mean, like, how did the completion percentage turn out so bad? I guess there were some misthrows. There was a bunch of throwaways. throwaways yeah. And then um, there was a couple of drops. Yeah, right. There was five. Coolest, coolest moment of the game was when Blackshear did that pop-up thing after he fell down. Yeah, yeah. like the ninja pop up.
5: Uh, let's yeah, go to D. Go bad, man.
2: Let's go to D and Sanford. He's the happy. He's the most optimistic, glass half full
5: Dude. guy
2: we got.
9: What's up, my C three family? D Sanford, what up, D? Family? Back in the building again. Shout out to the great Tony Dunn, the homie Cody Lack CK. Greg, daggone muscle marinara, that effing guy. Everybody <laughs> needs a G baby and Panther pickle. Shut the hell
5: up.
9: c 3 <laughs> family. He's getting Just, good at I that. was so optimistic earlier this week. And I felt like with good reason because the Saints did not play good football today. But guess what? We didn't either. Now, we took the special teams coordinator, made him the interim head coach, and then special teams go to crap, like two missed field goals, a blocked punt. So now where do we go? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Like, I felt like the defense, even though we didn't do that great of a job early stopping the run, we were solid. And when you're not that good of a team, you kind of got to bend and Not break if you can. Fourth quarter, they broke. (laughs) And lack offensive production. And I still feel that the play call, the play call, even though you want to prove that this boy can push the ball down the field, let's just be quite honest. DJ Chalk, he's just fast.
5: He's trash. I mean,
9: and let's be quite honest. I hate saying that. Bryce missed a couple, Mingo Deep. Uh, It. It's just a game where bad footballers play fourth and one, jump in, given. It's just so much, man. I mean, we know that it's bad. We had that article early already showing the Civil War and how bad things is, but this is ridiculous. Yo, I just want to get your thoughts. Hey, keep pounding. I love every single one of y'all. Let's go for the Falcons next week. I'm out.
2: Thanks, D. Um, man. this is one of those teams, guys, where the record is not worse than they are. Right.
4: Agree. You know, <laughs> like you Agreed. hear.
2: Uh, I mean, I feel yeah. like a lot of teams. We could, a lot of years. We could say, man, we were better than five wins. Let a couple you, get away
4: from us. You want to know what's bad? Is mo- if you look back at the team, like at the at our at our uh, when you're we're playing opposing teams, a lot of times they had their worst game playing against us. Yes, like it's it's actually kind of funny when you think about it. Like we actually have play teams come in here, have their worst game of the season, and still come away winning by three uh, three touchdowns. It's wild.
2: <laughs> um, you're not exaggerating that. No. Like I I mean look they the Saints today won by over 20 points and they had less than 200 yards of offense I mean and yes okay there's a special teams touchdown okay so that but still you take away that they still won by 17 or whatever with 200 yards of offense it is horrendous this has been you know, I feel like all year long, we just want football all year. We don't ever want it to end. This team right here is an argument for why the NFL season is too long.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> everybody, everybody misses it until it comes back around, and then you get to this bullshit product every year. Then you're waiting for the season to be over. Like, again, we're going to have to get into draft content. Again, sooner than we want to. And we don't have a first-round pick. So this year, we're having to find the gems. We're having to ask the questions of, hey, who are the players that might just fall to 33 overall? It's it's abysmal, man. That's why I said, even if you want to say the 2010 team, for whatever reason, was the worst all-around football team, fine. Have that. I'll say this the team as a whole, including all the context and the future outlook. It has never been down this bad in its entire history.
2: I can't believe it has maybe. I mean, I have to wonder what it was like in 2000. I can't remember that because actually that was your Cam Newton was my, your Cam Newton was my Julius Peppers. It's what brought me into pro football and the NFL and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I want to go back to this comment right before I play uh, mm-hmm. the next call, and it was somebody said we need to find a silver lining. I can't take this anymore, but they wrote oh. uh, mm, J. Okay. Thomas. Okay, I got it. Um, this, is, yeah. this, I think, is the hardest part about this this season right here is that despite – Usually, I feel like this is you can find something to be positive about. Yeah. You can point to despite this, you could say, look, is that teams turn around things, bad teams get good quickly. Here's something. I don't know if there is a single silver lining I, I mean, the I only one that you could ever hope for is that because Bryce Young was so highly regarded in the draft that he could be a silver lining in the future. I have,
4: I have a silver lining. Okay. Um, my silver lining is reportedly there is a chance Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't come out of the draft this year. So there's a shot. We still have a chance of getting him next year in the draft. <laughs> Yeah, We're in the next draft 2025,
3: yeah, again, you better hope that next year is a top five pick type of season.
4: Yeah, I mean, right well, now, it's not going to be have, any I mean, do, right do now, we have I
2: cannot imagine a team, anybody being able to do enough to this roster in a single offseason that's going to get you yeah. more than five. And like, where did the,
3: where, where did the weapons come from? What has Scott Fitterer done in free agency or in the draft to ever make you think? That he's either going to get that player that drops to the to the second round, that he's going to find the right free agent to be able to bring in to make
2: uh, Bryce's life. He's not going to be there to do it. We are going to. You know what? I wonder if next year is going to be the institutional tank year. What if it is? What if you get the new GM, he goes out there, and he gets his either gets his head coach or he says, I'm going to wait one year. I mean, they've got to get a head coach. So they could this? do a one-year burner, right, and just tank. But I don't think there's any reason to really aggressively try to build a ro- I think you need to build a roster slow and steady. Yeah, And what you do is this, is you start identifying offensive linemen that you think could be around for more than two years. Like, that's like yeah. the only talent but, that I'm interested in is somebody that you believe can be a good player on a reasonable price tag for more than one year.
3: But Tony, if that ends up happening and we do the institutional tank next year, they're moving on from Bryce.
9: You don't have yeah,
3: Yeah. Oh, dude. I'll fucking, I got some property to sell you, bro. Dude, I mean,
4: we could always um, we could always go get Jake Browning from the Bengals,
2: or you could do something where you trade back, you know, from one or two to five or six, and then you get multiple just first round picks for the next five then, years, and, no, yeah, and then start Bryce. to get a receiver. That's probably what you're going to need to do. Is hope that you see something in Bryce next year, admits more adversity. You get a top pick and then you move back because you need more picks. Because one top pick isn't enough. You need to be like the Texans where you or the or the Cardinals have multiple top five.
3: Regardless, we're talking about next year, you're gonna have to see a considerable step forward from Bryce Young to justify not taking a quarterback. You 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 notice how there's always a quarterback prospect that comes out of nowhere that nobody saw coming. Like, dude, if, if, if someone is going to be available next year and if Bryce has the let's, let's, let's be real, if Bryce has the same kind of season next year that he's having right now, you can't tell me that multiple Panther fans, including David Tepper and his impatient ass, aren't banging for the next shiny new toy that comes along their way. I just don't see that but Maybe man. we've
2: learned, maybe you can learn a lesson from this is that just getting that top pick without having anything yeah. around him is, is more risky. Right. And so like, that's what we did with this kid. And now all we're saying is that like, so what are you just going to bring in the next kid to fail? So I don't know if, if we are that far away, if things are this bad, we're not just, a QB. I thought we were a QB away from just being con- like competitive. That's what I thought. I thought like, Hey, is that, Oh, do we have a good roster? No, but we can't be competitive with a mediocre roster each year without a quarterback. So to me, the number one priority was getting a quarterback. And now it turns out that the roster is far worse than I ever expected it to be. And really, because DJ Chark, Shark, whatever his fucking name is, sucks. He sucks, dude. Oh, yeah. He can't get open quick enough. How can you be so fast but never be open? Let's go to another call.
1: Oh Hey, Pison. how you doing? Muscles here. Bob Boom Realist guy in the room. How you doing? Yeah, it's like third quarter right now. I just stepped outside. It is some fresh air. I think what Bryce had two completions for 24 yards or some shit, and a uh, fumble loss, whatever. A uh, ton of drops, ton of overthrows. You know, fucking one day I'm not taking shots. This kid's taking shots and not fucking, not making anything fucking work. All lines still shit. All right, but hey, hey, I'm making some good fucking pasta. Got my sauce going, little rigatoni, some fucking chicken cutlets going on. Nice uh yeah that's about it boys um good old sunday, sunday gravy fucking story with these fucking guys oh, anyway hope you guys have a good show i'll talk to you tuesday
2: thanks paisan enjoy the chicken cutlets Pizan. the sunday gravy is a must and ck so, must go be a good dad and guess what this is a great day to go be a good dad listen i, I the, wish he would have done it during the game
4: yeah, the beautiful thing about uh, having a team that's this bad is you actually don't feel bad about spending time with your family. Oh. So uh, there's that. <laughs> anyway, uh guys, I'm I'm happy to you know be here with you guys. So uh, we're
3: not be... your family. Y-
4: you're you're the uglier family.
2: Oh, okay. Thanks, thanks, yeah, thanks.
4: yeah, you're the uglier family. Yeah. Uh all right, got guys. a pretty family. <laughs>
2: all right, <laughs> PK, have a good one. All right. See you later uh, guys. You're listening to the C3 mm-hmm. Panthers post-game show. The numbers is 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. We're trying to figure out, is there a silver lining as one person? We've got to find a silver lining. I challenge anyone actually to find a silver lining. That's a challenge. I don't think it can be done, Cody. I don't think it can be done without clear mental gymnastics.
3: No. And even if you want to look at some of the defensive players that kind of performed okay today, now every single player on defense that you want to retain, you're going to have to overpay them just to get them to stay on this sinking ship. Like you're going to have to whatever they paid Derek Brown, Dude, they're going to make Derek Brown the highest-paid defensive tackle in all of football. Like, get over that now.
2: I don't think they have to. I think it's too far down the road. I wouldn't even do that. That's two years down the road. I think any type of commitment to a player like that is wrong now. I think you got to go full on next year has to be a year where you accumulate. Yeah, Well, you have to accumulate draft capital collect free uh, free agency money for the next off season and find good players on very discounted rates through either the draft, like these gyms that can be contributors beyond a single season. Other than that, nothing really will matter because even if you get a good player in free agency, by the time the team gets good, they're going to be old.
3: Yeah. Yeah, now you're restarting your window all over. I mean, there is no window right now. There is no window. You're trying to get the window to open a little bit. And
2: we have to order the window from Lowe's.
3: Yeah. And, And again, it's just when you're moving up to that number one overall pick and you don't draft the biggest arm talent, you don't draft the biggest guy, you don't draft the best runner. You literally drafted a guy that has no elite physical traits, and now you're in a position where you can't even rely on any of those physical traits, not only because he doesn't have them, but he's the type of quarterback that it's going to take a while to build around him. You don't have a lot of draft capital to do so. It's tough, man. And Tony, I really do think next year is going to be a very important moment for a lot of people in this organization or else you're right. This is, this is going to be a, a a two year tank that started this year.
2: Yeah. I think it has to start. I think you have to give that GM the leeway with that coach to say, this is how we, you can't succeed with this situation right now. So we're going to go out there and tell you from the get go that this is going to take three to five years. How mad? Oh, I don't even know. Imagine them saying those words aloud. Yeah, it.
3: The whole thing is sickening, man. The whole thing is sickening. And by the way, like I feel like every game they're getting worse. Like Tony, did you know that we rushed for two hundred and four yards today?
2: Best rushing we game could, of the season,
3: I think. But we we couldn't pick up a single yard. When it mattered the most, right? You are We are what
2: you're doing. We
3: are choke artists. We're choke artists, but goddamn, even if you're running the ball effectively, they can know you're running the ball and I'll still do it. If I'm, if I'm thinking that my guys are on a roll and that they're having success doing so, like I would just make them sell out to stop the run the entire game. I would force this team to run the football at all costs. It couldn't be worse than anything that we're doing otherwise, there's no point to ever pass the
2: football in this office. It's <laughs> so bad. Uh, let's take another call.
1: Gentlemen, I want to talk about the best thing Scott Fitterer ever did. Maybe the only good smart thing Scott Fitter ever did. That is drafting Chuba Hubbard in the fourth round of the 2021 NFL draft. Would you believe that Chuba Hubbard is the ninth Best rusher in Carolina Panthers history, and this guy has been reliable. He's been durable. He's not turning the ball over. He's a north-south runner. So if the Panthers can just stick to a uh, smash-mouth running game, which are, which they were doing last year with Dante Foreman. Uh, that they can run the football with this guy as your starting running back. Now, uh, gentlemen, is what are your odds that you think Scott fitter is going to survive uh, the season, make it to next year?
2: Bye bye. Somebody was talking about this is a good timing of this call. We were just talking about the inability not passing at all, running, just running. Uh, but when you when the team knows they're gonna we're gonna run, we don't get to run the ball well. Like is like the only time we run well is like when these running backs make like an exceptional play. To be honest, like it's not like we're just road grading three yards. These guys are leaking into that, making really. Uh, good reads. In fact, uh, Chuba Hubbard, like you have mentioned, is having the best. He's our best offensive player right now, and he's also having his best season. Um, Chuba is motivated. If you saw him mic'd up last week, uh, he wants to get better. He's tick sick of losing, and he's feeling himself. I don't know, though, if you can. I mean, I guess if you're institutionally tanking, you just bring back Chuba next year. And Miles Sanders and just run it back. Is Miles Sanders? There's no way you can get out of that, is it?
3: No, I mean, and he's play, you know people want to say, oh, maybe he's healthy now. Remember he does. He that looked he a lot faster today, didn't yeah. he? And he was making people miss. Like that was the yeah. guy that we thought we were signing. The yeah. guy that did that. Yeah, like Miles Sanders played his best game as a Panther today, hands down. Yeah, it's it's not even not even debatable. Um. But again, you, you have success running the football, and then in the make it or break it moments, you pass the ball, and you know that you can't pass protect man. You know you can't leave your left tackle on an island. You know your wide receiver has, you can't your even wide receiver leave him, him on a anymore. peninsula,
2: dude. He, no,
3: he's so bad, Tony. He's not a. Left how is tackle. he getting worse? He, I do, I. It's the same thing with Bryce. I think the longer that we leave him. Out there in that position to fail, the more it's just a compound effect. Akim Kim hey, is, is is not a left tackle; he is a guard. And the only way you're going to get a return on investment um, on Akim is to move him. It's literally the only way. And by the way, I've been a big proponent of Brady Christensen playing left tackle, but well, we all better hope. That Brady Christensen can be the left tackle next year in the final year of his contract, or else we're yet again looking for another person to play that left uh tackle spot. You know who wants who is hoping film. that
2: too? You know who's hoping that more than anybody? Hmm. Brady Christensen. Oh yeah. Think oh, about yeah. how, yeah, how much tackle? if he can go out there and put some good tape out at left tackle, think of just oh, yeah. how much money. His salary increased from going to guard to tackle. Oh,
3: even if they, dude, even if they uh, franchise tagged him. Like, oh, yeah. For one year, dude, yeah. a, a franchise right, that alone. From left, Yeah, from left tackle, dude, that'd be, and he's a third round pick. So, you know, he's not making shit comparatively. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, James Allen, it. Yeah. James Allen, the Panther with the 199 says, yo, I'm in New for the game. We suck, no doubt about it, James. White chocolate espresso with the one ninety nine says, "Uh, CMC for car seventy five yards, great job, Panthers." I'm kind of confused by that one a little bit.
5: CMC, CMC for
3: car. Oh, for carries seventy five yards. Oh, I got you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay.
2: Sad. I was I'm thinking so Derek Carr. <laughs> Or David, Yeah, same, him, whatever same. The fuck brother,
3: he put two R's. I blame Kevin as always. Yeah. Uh, James, e. said, the Bryce approach has to change. Bulk him up and rely on his running ability more. Passing will be secondary. That's the only way we survive. Uh, look, you, you might think I'm joking, Tony. I, I'm fucking not, dude. Run the fuck out of Bryce. Dude, literally run him like you would Josh Allen.
5: Fucking dude. up.
2: Fucking do it. That's dude. the dumbest Why thing ever, not? ever. He's not Why? fast dude. enough. He's not oh, fast dude. enough. He is just not fast. fast enough. I'm sorry. He's no, he's, sneaky not sneaky fast. Fast. Yeah, he's, he's not sneaky fast. Yeah, he's not sneaky fast. He just yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, immobile. No, he is on the verge of getting caught every moment he runs. Dude, I'll run this. On. I think this, and and this is look we're going to debate the draft stuff forever on this podcast, right? Particularly until the Panthers get good, right? Because the draft then is always going to be more important than it should be. But as you continue to talk about, as we get to a draft time where people look at the, they say, look at the tape. The tape never lies. The tape never lies. Tape, film, film, tape, tape, film. And then you look at these physical specimens who shoot up in the combine because of their just raw athleticism is that in the NFL, you have to have both.
5: Yeah. And also, I mean, you
2: got to have a good tape. You got to be a good player. You got to be a difference maker. You got to be elite. Uh, and, well, and you have to have, the physical traits because when everyone is in the 1% of 1% and you're not physically gifted, you're not special. They're all smart. They're all great at their, they're all pros. They're all pros dude. Like, so yes. And what I feel like is, and again, I hate to just make this about, Bryce not being happy and pleased with him is that even the moments that he took these shots down field today and the ball's deep to so, oh he's got the he, it just doesn't look it looks like a college player
4: dude
3: yeah and one of the things he looks like a college saying,
2: quarterback to me
3: and one of the things that I feel like people are having to learn the hard way Tony is that the best college player isn't necessarily the best NFL prospect. Yeah, was Bryce the best quarterback in college? Maybe he was, but he was never a better prospect in the NFL level than a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young. It, it's just I mean, you, know who?
2: You, know who? you said? I mean,
3: I mean C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I might have said Bryce
2: Young. I well, too sadly, much. we're not going to be able to bring up Richardson, even though I was hoping... Man, it's almost good for Bryce.
3: Yeah, the Anthony got hurt because now they're both going into next season. Like, well, what the fuck do we have?
2: Yeah. Um, all um, right. Hey,
3: uh, two more. Two more. Jay Thomas uh, said with the 999s is one of my first questions at the beginning of the season was that um, is Bryce an apex predator enough for that locker room? I would like to see him get pissed off and whoop
2: someone's ass on the field. I don't think uh, he can, uh, though.
3: No, he's I don't so think he can get mad practice. right
2: now when he's not playing well. Like, Dude, I not... think that
3: whenever whenever he's been mad in his career, he's always had an adult or a coach just saying, Bryce, behave, control yourself. Like, you have to be willing to piss people off. But if, if you're going to have an attitude that goes with the territory, yeah, some people might get offended that you're mad, but oh fucking well, you're the leader of the football team as the de facto. You know, you're the quarterback. You're the de facto leader. You have to be able to tell your teammates shit that they uh, don't want to hear. And you have to be able to hold yourself accountable. So I agree. I want to see more emotion from Bryce. I have not seen that. Okay. Um, and then Muscles Marinara Paisan says, anyone tuning in tomorrow night to see uh, the Jersey Juice Mr. Cutlets himself rip up Green Bay? Forget about it.
2: All right, let's take another call.
7: What's happening, C3 at lock Can you believe that game? We almost played well. Almost. I was really proud of him. I mean, Miles Sanders, he acted like a football player today. He just couldn't quite get there to the end. And then when we're on the goal line, we felt it would be easier to go backwards just to get three. That that was impressive. I mean, they had to try hard to, to lose those yards. But they made it happen. We got that three. It was awesome. And then, you know, we take out their punter, so the next round they take out our punter. And but they get a score off of it. Unfortunately, we weren't able to score, but that's all right too. I mean, it was just a comedy of errors today. Our defense actually did look good. I was very, very impressed. Luzu. Is a freaking beast. Brown is a freaking beast. The rest of the team, you know, they they sit in a petting zoo very well. I, you know, I I still go see. But our offense is just a mess. It's a mess. They sit there and they have flashes, and it's great. You can look really good for one play, and play like shit for 142 other plays. So, I mean, hopefully they, they figure something out and maybe next year we can win too. Anyway, y'all take care. I appreciate everything you do.
3: See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. Tony, I sure do appreciate all those people that choose to be positive in the face of all this, man. That, hey, maybe next year, you know, hey, maybe, maybe, man.
2: It's getting harder. Uh, six seasons in, right? Like at what point do we flip and we turn into just complete pessimists for the rest of our sports lives, right? I mean, we're probably pretty close. We're probably three or four seasons away. If you go a decade, a full decade without winning, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to, it's going to break our psyche. Like we're worried about Bryce's psyche being broken right now. I wanted to ask yeah. you two things before we move on. Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst.
5: Oh yeah. Trying to
2: forget that he played for the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Is that what this is? Is this a ruse?
5: Dude, I, say,
2: think I can't so. remember Dude. this. I don't want to remember this season.
3: Listen, you have to admit that for all of the head injuries that we hear about in the NFL, Dude, it's not often you hear amnesia.
2: Wait, he <laughs> like, is, no, he's like, amnesia? What, what is the story? I don't even really know. He, well, has, uh, sport t- he so, has real amnesia, like he can't remember shit?
3: Yeah, he has a form of amnesia. He couldn't remember uh, four hours of anything after the Chicago Bears. Game.
2: Lucky him. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, <laughs> but he's like, oh, it's not a season ender. It's not a career ender. I'm fighting to be back. I just got to like, work bro. on my
2: memory. Yeah, I got to drink yeah. my ginseng tea or my ginkgo biloba or whatever. Dude, and then the, other he was still on the
3: Ravens, he was trying to come back from a, <laughs> for a playoff push, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's like, oh, fuck, I forgot I'm in Charlotte, I- dude. Damn.
2: There was one other thing uh, I wanted to ask. What did you guys talk about on the Friday free-for-all?
3: Oh, oh so we talked about the Panthers. Um same by to Whopper college, Tony, our first year together oh, in yeah. Spartanburg in Spartanburg for training camp was also our last training camp is now going to be, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I thought there was something forward, I, uh,
2: I wanted to talk about with oh, you. Oh, uh,
3: McDermott.
2: Yes. 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 There, the, we, go.
5: The <laughs> hey, there we go.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I put him in the thumbnail too. Uh, yeah. How about this is, uh, I love this is that, uh, Sean McDermott has to go and apologize to the world for making a metaphor about how the bills are like terrorists on 9-11.
3: <laughs> dude.
2: And it's I really so just want him to apologize about the Cam Newton thing. I don't yeah. A- that's <laughs> nice, <laughs> all all right. Let's talk about the shit that really pissed me off right <laughs> yeah, now. Sean. Um, I didn't get past the paywall on that story. It sounds fishy, though.
3: Oh, 100%. I three. think this a, is a, a smear job
2: on McDermott. I don't 100%. think...
3: 100%. I've
2: Googled some things about Sean McDermott and Cam Newton, and just two years ago, when Cam went to the Patriots or whatever, uh, three or whatever that year he was, and then they had to play the Bills, Sean mm-hmm. McDermott spoke so glowingly about how Cam treated his son and his family when yeah. he was in Carolina. And now, he just... Sean McDermott just walks in or walks randomly walks around Bank of America and opens doors and says, fuck you, yes. Cam- Motherfuck Cam Newton. That has yeah. to be a joke almost.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, it, either, either a joke or, listen, we all know that his job is probably on the line. Uh, Sean McDermott, like, if they don't make a legit push this year, a lot of speculation is that his job is on the line up there in Buffalo. Well, you, it, it's like they're talking about stuff from – what four years ago, more and yeah, yeah, he already apologized for all of it. He already acknowledged how dumb the example was. Oh, you mean the was thing in- wasn't this year, dude? No, it was in 2019, Tony. It no. was in 2019 that he made the comparison and then he apologized to his team on the same day. The only reason that it's coming back around is it was by far a hit piece, man. That's why they're bringing up all the old shit about Cam Newton. What did this 000, dude 000,
2: guy, what did, uh, like, is him, uh, he's got a bone to pick, clearly.
3: 1,000%. It was a hit piece, just to get people talking about that shit again. Um, and again, no one is defending his comments. Anything they said about Cam or fucking nine eleven. that's crazy. No one's defending that. But again, uh, yeah, how are we going to, Again, this is that virtue signaling where everybody just likes to take a man at their lowest moment when they made a mistake and then continue to hold that on him forever. I like
5: think my it's wife,
3: fun. yeah, dude. Uh, it's also like, uh, they're you know, he's probably gone after this year. Um, so it, again, it's like a it's like a parting shot while he's one foot out the door. Well,
2: uh, until Mayor he Cameron, issues a formal apology, cabinet and he's not welcome back at Bank of America, in my
5: mind.
3: Uh, 2010 we had three pro bowlers uh, and first overall pick going into 2011 Jordan Gross, Ryan Collier, John Beeson and Cam Newton what do we have going on into
2: 2024 uh, alright yeah uh, uh, that's I, I think that's the real problem there is, uh and we didn't even mention um, Steve Smith on that team
10: right Right, you know, and Steve right, Smith,
2: right. we he was his career was over at that point, and then he had a resurgence there, and then had another renaissance with the Ravens. All right, let's take another call. What's
11: up, guys? It's Chase from Anderson. I really don't know what to say that probably other people have not already said or going to say, but uh, I, I'm pretty convinced now that Thomas Brown is stupid. I'm pretty sure he's stupid. Oh, god, yeah, I, that. I really believe that. And uh that play that was uh, called incomplete that Derek Carr threw at the line, uh, offensive lineman, some said it should be illegal to touch or grounding. That was a fumble. That should have been, uh I think, uh, uh, I think the challenge flag should be thrown on that. When I showed a replay that was really a brief replay, his hand, his arm was not going forward. That was a fumble. But uh, not that it really matters. Uh We suck. And I officially hate football now between the bull jump with college football, NIL and portal deal and team success. I hate football now. Congratulations.
2: It's not easy, man. And try being an ECU pirate fan on top of that. Like the two worst teams in the world, like there's nothing to be for someone uh, whose identity circles around sports in the NFL and football in general so much as myself. I'm really bad at fucking picking my
5: teams.
2: (laughs) Uh, Or I'm just, we're in a rut. Let's go to JJ. What's up, P3? It's JJ
10: calling in. It's been a while since I've called in. JJ? I've taken the past few weeks off and really just been trying to regroup my thoughts
2: and how's that going
10: holy fuck god oh oh shit i forgot i called in yesterday actually for an early call but now before that it had actually been a while my fault but no let me just get to the point holy fuck these bryce young fans before the draft they they uh, they were so caught up on, oh, Bryce Young won't get his, his balls batted at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> you don't have to worry about his height affecting that. It's like, no, well, yeah, you also have to worry about him actually getting the fucking football to the fucking receiver because it's like, what the fuck? Every single time I look at the screen, he's throwing the ball to the ground, into the dirt, whether it's because a guy – is in his face, a receiver's cover, he can't get the ball there, every, every other thing in the third. Man. Bryce owns some cheeks, bro, I swear. I swear Bryce owns really garbage. But I, I continue to stay patient. I could say a lot more. Obviously I say a lot more on Twitter spaces and the free for all. But I continue to stay patient and faithful as an actual Panther fan. Eventually if he does become good, you know, then we get to be great and we get to we get to have joy about it. But right now right now as a Panther as a as a real loyal Panther fan as well, I'ma call it how it is. And Bryson's playing like some, some garbage, but I wouldn't go as far as to say he's a bust, but no, he's just playing like some garbage right now. Whatever. Keep pounding. And also, is this rock bottom of Panther history?
3: Without question. mark?
10: Question of the show. All right. Thank you. Sorry for taking too long. Keep pounding.
3: Still- no, you're good. Great call, J.J. I mean, J.J. represents a lot of the fan base. Now, J.J. is an Ohio State fan, so he wanted Stroud, but he was also optimistic about Bryce, like yeah, many yeah. of us were, like many of us were. And uh, like we said to start the show, Tony, there's more questions about him than there are answers. Um, and none of the answers, like none of the questions ever get answered, and you just continue to get more more questions. Um, it's You know, but there's more questions about his drive of the football on downfield throws, his ability to see the field, um, even some ball placement stuff. And again, this is all stuff that we thought you would draft him because he's advanced in that area. So it's it's um it's upsetting, man. It's upsetting, and we're gonna continue to go through this, like you said, Tony. This we're not done having this conversation. Well into next year and potentially even 2025. Yeah, Yeah,
2: this is – we got 18 months at the very minimum of having this conversation. More controversial than Cam. Who would have ever thought? I could not – I could never have forecasted that for different reasons too. But when it comes to Bryce, I mean, obviously we've sunk some – there's a sunk cost in him that we need to – Um not be patient necessarily, but do everything we can to hope that this make this investment work. Right. Uh, That means um, reinvesting waiting, you know, whatever you got to do. But here's the thing is it kind of stinks that we stink so bad because it gives a bunch of reasons to say that Bryce it's not Bryce. It's not Bryce, but, Every week, it's harder for me to not say that he's not like that. Yeah, just like, yeah, I feel like he's part of it.
3: And then we're in that rock and a hard place where we do a podcast. And inevitably, if we speak our mind about Bryce, we become known as the anti Bryce people. So it's like, dude, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Here's what I will always say. C3 Panthers podcast is for the fans, by the fans. We don't tell anyone how to be a fan or what opinion to have on this team. Everything is accepted. If you're still wholly believing that Bryce Young can be the future quarterback of this franchise, man, I hope you're right. I'll pray every night that you're right. But everyone also has the right to say, Bryce is looking like an absolute bust through this point in the season. And they're not wrong either. And they're allowed to say that.
2: I think... um some people are saying you cut bait right away. This is too much. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about the sunk cost. If it is that the case, then we actually just need to start him next year. And if he's that, if he's not getting any, any like noticeably better, right. then he will help Let us. Him, our goal,
3: yeah. Let him drive it to the
2: ground. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Anthony and Charlotte.
10: What's up, C three? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Another day, another loss. Man, we have hit complete. We we are the lowest of lows, man. I I, I sat through the twenty ten season. This was not nearly as bad. Um, just just absolutely terrible, man. Bryce Young doesn't look good. I want to. People are still arguing this. Both things can be true. Bryce Young has been bad. The team has been bad. It's almost like there's someone open, he overthrows them. Then when he puts a ball on the money, they drop it. It's like, it's just so frustrating. And like, this team is just uninspiring. Thomas Brown's play call, yeah, he's not going to be here next year. I know he's a young guy, but he doesn't know how to call plays in situational football. We ran the ball amazing. But guess what? When it's fourth and one or third and one, you're still running uh, pass plays. You're running four verticals. Why are you chucking it up on fourth and one?
3: Yeah,
5: it's just so stupid, is
10: A little out route, something. It's just like, uh, it's disappointing. Derek Carr had, what, 80 yards today? Like, Jesus, dude. Thank God we didn't sign him. Thank God Frank Reich didn't get his choice of the quarterback or Derek fucking Carr would be our quarterback. Anyways, I'm just going to be bold with this. I've been known as a Bryce Young fan, but I'm sorry. He's not going to be the quarterback past 2025. And I, and I bet he doesn't even want to play here anymore. This team has just set, has broken him. And Scott Fitter, I hate you so fucking much. You set up this horrible-ass roster. And, again, nothing is going to change until David Tepper decides to change. This is absolutely embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. I mean, shit. I'm sitting there, you know, my Jets buddies, my Jets friends are in town. We're sitting down watching the Jets game. We're watching the Panthers game on my phone. And they're all saying, hey, at least we're not the Panthers. And I'm like, yeah, you're damn right. At least you aren't the Panthers. I mean, shit, Zach Wilson had a 300-yard game today. Two touchdowns. It it really, I mean, someone was saying this on Twitter, and I do agree with this. CJ Stroud today dealt with what Bryce Young has dealt with every single week. Drops. his receivers getting blanketed, all that shit. I, I feel bad for the kid Bryce Young, but he hasn't played good at all. I've admitted this. So for the people on the free-for-all, for the people on Twitter, stop acting like I'm still a Bryce sexual. I'm a fan of him, sure. I have his jersey, but I'm not going to be completely dumb and unrealistic and realistic to the point where I can't point out simple things. Stop doing that shit. Anthony from Charlotte, keep yeah. motherfucking pounding, fuck David Tepper, and fuck Scott Fitter.
3: Damn. It's incredible how fast things turn, how fast things change, man. That everybody that was uh, piling it on me, now they're going through what I went through. Uh, Thou shalt not say anything uh, about our quarterback, Bryce Young. Um, But, man, you're not going to stop people from being frustrated. And I agree with you, Anthony, 204 yards rushing, man, like you just – you know you you shot yourself in the face by choosing to rely on the least dependable part of your football team uh it's embarrassing man, uh, but like I said, this is not going to go anywhere. we're going to be having a quarterback conversation for the next two and a half years, if not more, and again, a lot of people that were super fans are already out they're like, nah, he's never going to be good. This is done <laughs> All right, man, this is the guy y'all wanted. <sighs>
2: Man, um,
3: by the way, Truba Hubbard, as of right now, uh, is fourth uh, in rushing yards today with 87.
2: Oh, you mean on the day?
3: Yeah, like on the day, he's four overall.
2: Okay. Um, next
5: call.
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? It is your buddy out here in Idaho sending potato sauce your way. Um, Not much more to say that hasn't been said, but I just, uh, I wanted to call in and like, to heck with the March on Mint Street, like, what is that going to accomplish? Cody, (laughs) was it you talking with Monty or Tony about putting up a billboard? Like, let's just get that billboard up.
3: Oh, yeah, that was Black Hat. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have
1: a fan vote on it between the two podcasts. My vote is Tepper's quote about bringing a winning culture to the Carolina Panthers. Bless his heart. Thank you so much for bringing this winning culture to the Carolina Panthers. This is a shit show in that office. We are the laughingstock of the NFL. It's like days of our lives in that front office. People going behind each other's backs. People calling the owner and texting the owner. It's seventh grade. Yes, man. We we gotta strip this thing, burn it down. We gotta start over. We're not gonna do anything with the owner, but we gotta get some real men in there,
5: sure not. women
1: in there. I don't care, like some real adults in there. People Keep telling don't that, care. guys.
2: I, I thought, Thank God for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank Otherwise you for this support. The fire wouldn't be worthwhile. Yeah, uh, we would have to drown ourselves in french fries and gravy or whatever they put on uh, french fries in Idaho. Um, I'll
3: still take your potatoes, though.
2: I love yeah. them. Uh, I thought we brought in Frank Wright f- for this not to happen. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> you know, is like this yeah. exact scenario of... Like, we would rather just go out and win nine games every year. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just like, is that this was the exact shit show that we didn't want to have with a new coach, with a, a coach who had never been a coach before, with a rookie quarterback. Everything that we hoped wouldn't happen came to fruition.
3: Yeah, we never thought that we would have a quarterback more controversial than Cam Newton, and we didn't think it was possible for someone to come in and be worse than Matt Rule was.
5: Yeah. yeah. It, it, it it's it's crazy, man. It should you know, be possible. Like,
2: in fact, I'm so disappointed that that you hear this about this um, Hunger Games culture, which I, I wonder yeah. if that story, how is it over? Is this just kind of what it always is when there's, jobs on the line and things going on and fingers being pointed about who, you know, the blame game starts to get played, but... Tony, did uh, you
3: read the part where there were, like, a bunch of coaches wanted to bench Bryce, but no one felt safe enough to relay that message up to Frank Reich, federer and David Tepper? Like, they were too afraid to even mention anything to them? Is it like, there, what the fuck but, is that I mean, about?
2: But isn't that we need to know who these coaches are
3: that's what they're, but if
2: they're not, but if they're not like upper level offensive coaches, then they shouldn't be able to go voice those concerns to Frank. Right? Like if you're the DBs coach and you're like, we need to bitch Bryce.
3: Well, well the okay. Out of here, get, bro. It's like, the
2: fact is, is that if like, if it's like somebody that's close to the offensive circle, and they're feeling that pressure. Uh, that means the uh,
5: pressure coming this? from. Uh, right, or,
3: but how about this? I'll name a coach, and you tell me if they're close enough. Okay, James Campin.
2: Um, I would say yeah, that's an no.
3: old line coach.
2: He can't really? make all okay. on a, on a quarterback. I think it would all be right. quarterbacks coach, offensive coordinator, or Caldwell. That's it.
3: What about what about Tabor? No. What about Josh McCown? Yes. What about Deuce Daly?
2: No. Well, yes, yes. because He's the assistant coach. We were told that he was more than just a running back
5: coach. But
3: my point is, if there are multiple coaches, which that's what the article reported, there are multiple coaches that wanted to bench Bryce after week five. But if they are that multiple, and they don't feel like they even have the ability to speak up, well yeah, it must be some hunger games type of shit in that building, huh? Like well I, again, like how how terrified are you for your own job that you can't even put forth an opinion that is probably rooted in saving the future development of your quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not yeah. like a, you're it's not like a fandom type thing where someone might have an axe to grind. If you're a coach, you're trying to do what's right for your football team. If you feel like Andy Dalton would be better for this offense than Bryce Young. How dare they not say something? How dare they not make their voices heard? It's cowardice, in in my opinion.
2: I think that, you know, when you heard about Frank Reich being fired, uh, or part of it is that he didn't want to do the RPO stuff. Remember that like comment that Tep, some players or coaches or Tepper wanted them to do more things that Bryce had done in college with the RPO system? Uh, and then you saw all, like you could point to so many times that Frank Reich has implemented the RPO system, whether it be from Philly to the Super Bowl to doing it in Indianapolis at times. I think he understood that that wouldn't make the Panthers better. Because Bryce can't be, like, I know you say run him. No, he can't be a runner in the NFL. He can't be a running quarterback. So then what are you doing? You're just doing a delayed handoff fake in the backfield. So I almost feel like he was trying to protect him by that. But uh, let's go to the next goal.
10: Hey, hey, hey. You know who the fuck it is.
7: Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. 1-12. and
10: One in thirteen. I don't know what the fuck we are anymore. But at the end of the day, I am proud of fucking Bryce Young, man. I'm proud of this motherfucker, man. His ability to be able to fucking escape the fucking pocket, um, his 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 running abilities and fucking proving he's doing the same shit he was doing at Alabama. Oh my god, you, get, baby. Uh, those deep balls are they gonna be? Are they a problem as of right now? Yes. Are they, are can they be fixed? Of course. But this entire fucking organization is a fucking dumpster fire, man. Offensive line still can't block worth the shit, and when they do block, Bryce was able to fucking find Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen. It's just like we need, we have no fucking weapons. Like dropping passes, and off off offensive play calling is fucking horrendous. I don't understand why we can't put Bryce underneath fucking center, I formation with a. Fucking fullback with fourth and one, third and one, and just run the fucking ball with Chuba. Hey, Chuba, my nigga. Hey, good fucking game, G. Good fucking game. Hey, shout out to fucking Chuba fucking Hubbard, man. Shout out to that motherfucker, man. Shout out to you, bruh. Chuba. You're only getting better, man. And I didn't know you was hurt, your fucking rookie. You had that explained it. a lot of the times that we kept on seeing you slipping and falling and shit. Right now you're running like a fucking dog, Brett. The fuck did we sign Miles Sanders for, man? And see, that's another mistake, but we ain't going to get off topic because we already know. The he mistakes. had a good game, game today. Uh, the team is fucking dead. And like I said, we need to continue to lose games because draft position matters. Uh, <laughs> matters right now. Winning for 10 team for baby. That, shit, that shit don't mean shit. And a few years back, we did that whole oh win for uh, a team, uh, uh, win team. And it was who was it against? Wasn't it Washington. against the fucking uh Commanders with fucking yep. wrong and and shit? And they fucking tried to fucking us over. It against was Russell first field. year? I can't remember who it was, but yeah, draft this draft position matters, boys. We're trash, complete trash. And As of Bryce Young, I'm fucking proud that he's still standing on his fucking front two fucking feet, bro. Still being able to get to the fucking game. Get to the bumps and bruises this fucking rookie season. Get the man the fucking weapons. Go spend money in the offseason. Get an offensive line. And we're going to run this back fucking next year, man. Go get weapons in the draft. Wide receivers. Y'all take care. You already know who the fuck it is. It's G-Baby, and I'm out.
2: Uh, He's not wrong, dude. About the weapons. And look, is that you're going to get the very worst version of Bryce on this team right now. You get him in, in dysfunctional coaching. You get him behind a dysfunctional offensive line who starts a different guard every single week of the season. And then that guard gets hurt on the first play of the game. Justin McCray, which they just brought back.
3: Yeah, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed, it it didn't even look like it got hit. Like it, it, they made it like, seem was like, like somebody you know rolled I into don't it. to play. Yeah, it's I like, dude, What am I even here right now? Fuck this. Uh, yeah, that's
2: that's wild, man. Um, it's, you got like, one. You got one guy faking amnesia to get out of this. Yeah, him? yeah. He, like, he went and got he was, a brain. He asked the yeah. men in black that flashed that thing on him.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. And then, and you got guy.
2: another guy that just said, you know what? I got out, played a snap, gonna get paid for this game. I'm going home. Dude, I, I maintain uh the only reason that he came back,
3: he forgot that he wasn't with Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> like he it was like, Oh yeah,
2: yeah, he started <laughs> looking around and he was like, You know what?
3: Yeah, this this, my head
2: hurting still.
3: Hey, didn't we used to wear purple?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: that's the
2: This guy's so small and slow, comparison. Uh, next call. Oh, what do
3: you mean we're not uh, playing
2: for the playoffs? You know he is right, though. When it comes to these wide receivers, um, it Adam would be gr- a great player on a good team. Like, oh, he, right, for sure. he plays, he's got enough, he's good. Right. He's got good a
3: complimentary, plea, yes, un- complimentary yes. piece.
2: What Ricky Pro was for the Carolina Panthers right. when Moose and Steve Smith were there. Right, right. Is like what a guy can be is that you need players like that on your team, but they don't have to be the stars like he is arguably he's the best wide receiver on the team by far. And he shouldn't, and he should only be that because of his age, right? And like his veteran, that route that he ran, that DB just ran it with him. The one where he, where Bryce almost had the cat, like it was a tough throw. It was right on the money, but the DB was there making a play because he's just running side, like stride for stride with him. And not that I need him to be fast, but like, that's all, you know, you just have to account for that. And that alone. Yeah, uh, I mean, dude, I, I remember at the start of the
3: season, Tony, that me and you were like, "Dude, this could be one of the most underrated receiving yeah. cores we were fucking we ever had." Dude, we, what the fuck were we smoking, dude? Because we I thought DJ was
2: going to be good.
3: Yeah, I did too.
2: I, I did, and thought that's thought another he was thing. finally going to get a real opportunity to kind of be a number one X. God. We got
3: the worst version of every player that we signed. Yeah, literally the worst ver the worst version of Miles Sanders, the worst version of Hayden Hurst. Uh, I mean, I mean, literally the only person that we got anything out of was Adam Thielen as a free agent yeah. signing. Yeah, everyone else has been just absolutely terrible. Remember when we were hoping Terrace Marshall Jr. could do something? Dude, I don't even know if he's on the team. Yeah, is Terrace Marshall Jr. still on the team? Somebody might need to look that up because I kind of don't think so. Um,
2: I don't nah, know. if dude, he, I'm going to look to see if he played today. All right, let's go to the next call.
1: Did you guys think Jonathan Doma was throwing some shade at Bryce? I heard him say twice how big of an arm Bryce has. <laughs> Two times he referenced a strong arm or, or quote-unquote big arm. I don't know. I just, I just felt like that. I, he's either – Dumb,
2: not watching film, or, more likely, throwing shade. Or he's just dumb. You know what? I don't think he dressed today, dude. Um,
3: He was a healthy scratch?
2: Marshall. Well, I don't know if he was on the injury report, but I do not see his name on the roster. This is all uh, sharp, warmly, Thomas Sullivan. It's in alphabetical order. Marshall, he should be after K. Mays. Wow.
3: Uh, he was not activated. He was on the sideline.
2: Oh, yeah, it so says he not, active. Yeah, he yeah. Mm. not
3: active. He ah, was out. Not active. But is that because of an injury or just not active?
2: I don't know. So those, so like, fu- He's irrelevant.
3: Yeah, how about this? And on a wide receiver core filled with a bunch of irrelevancy, he still remains irrelevant.
5: You That's know, pretty fucking How bad. about this?
2: God, we wish, man, I wish we had Demir Bird. He'd be the number here one receiver on this team, bro. Here we
3: go.
2: Here he would be that guy.
3: Demir Bird. Hey, how about Shai Smith? I'll take Shai Smith right now. He's a better route runner than anyone that the Panthers have.
2: Well, not Thielen, but uh, next call. Uh, this know. is the last call right now. See,
9: Sanford, North Carolina. I saw in the chat. Well, the great Daphne asked me to bring hope and optimism to this Panther fan base.
2: Give us our so silver
9: line. What I'm going to try my best to do. Still, shout out to the whole family. That effing guy. Shut the hell up. G baby, everybody, you, you know who he is. We ain't got that much mm-hmm. longer. <clears throat> the torture is almost over. Mm-hmm. And then we can build our false optimism. <laughs> I yep. hope we can overestimate the guys we find and we can have a whole different conversation than what we've been having. And that's going to be refreshing. But beyond that, you just got to remember, man, we've been through some rough times. We've been there. We've seen the worst of the worst. We've been the stock. Seems like history, deja vu, has kicked back. But if you remember like I remember, when we got to our lowest point, we bounced back. We came back strong. Shortly thereafter, we were 15-1, and one, sitting in a Super Bowl, both so close to having that Lombardi trophy. We've just got to pray and hope and have faith that we can have that turnaround. I know it took a couple of years for us to get there, even from when we got to our last low point of the Paulson era and the Winky era and all that in between. But all we got to do is hit once. All we got to do is make the right picks, bring in the right free agents. They ain't got to be the best names. They just got to give the best production for the scheme that we have, whatever that scheme's going to be. We got to get the right gym. We got to get the right coach. But me, as long as there's breath in the lungs of me, might as well call me C three D. We gonna keep pounding and we gonna believe. You don't have to watch another game this year. I don't want you to tax your mental health. But I will say this: Don't do this transfer portal bull crap that that one fan that went viral talking about he's going. to Tax you, D. Stuff. And if that's what you want to do, is that come. Anthony? But I'm gonna be here. I know to see three Anthony people. and uh, a few other people they
3: that were doing this shit on Twitter. And we don't keep pounding. Then hoppers.
2: I'm um, out. us see. Look at this. Here's a, uh, this is Scott Fowler on the Charlotte observer, how to lose a football game. Question mark. Let the one in 12 Panthers count the ways this time to the saints. Um, This is how his story starts out, dude. Perhaps we've been looking at these Carolina Panthers all wrong. Perhaps rather than ridiculing them for the NFL's worst 1-12 record, we should praise them for the inventive ways that they find to lose each Sunday. Uh, He went on to say, The Panthers' creativity in capitulating each week, it's extraordinary. The latest example came Sunday as Carolina managed to arrange another array of mistakes into a 28-6 road loss to the Saints. This guy, this is terrible, dude. It's terrible. Um, this was, this is. I mean, uh, I wish, I wish it was the bottom, but I'm not confident that it is. Uh, and um, we're getting worse each week. I don't know. As I mean, you ran the ball better. I don't know what's going on, but I right now don't think we're going to be able to. We should not win another game. This season, we shouldn't. Now, if we do, it's possible, but we shouldn't.
3: So, okay, look, um, I'm, I'm kind of uncovering this in real time. Thank you to Panther Pickle, who is uh, directing this in my attention. Uh, apparently, the, Thomas Brown's wife put something out. Uh, so it's okay. De- Desmond Johnson, who I do a brace debate with. Uh, say it's been deleted so this tweet by Thomas Brown's wife is no longer active or up she put um we are fired we just have to stay behind because someone has to call plays if you guys know someone else to do the next four weeks give Tepper a holler as this is fun for us and by the way this tweet is no longer this inexistent. was the Desmond
2: oh no Desmond's the one that found it
3: Yeah, it was the one that found it and then Pickle sent it to me. Um, I don't know, you know, is I mean, maybe
2: I mean, I think it's clear everybody's fired. I don't know if uh Desmond's saying that, like, oh, he's already been told. No, I think it's just the writings on the
3: wall, dude. Like, his wife said, so by the way, she was replying to someone who said Thomas Brown should be fired tomorrow. And she said, um, we are fired.
2: I mean, like, is it, I mean, I think she's saying, in effect, we are the people that they just haven't told to leave yet. Like, we're laying off everybody. You're the last phase. You guys are going to be the ones that have to, to turn the lights off.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but dude, I don't even feel bad for them. Like, I, I'm well, sorry. I, mean, I, just I feel don't...
2: bad for all of these people that they didn't succeed. Right i like, I want everybody to have success is i'm i i doubt I don't doubt that these people aren't working hard and trying to have success um but this is you know this is a kind of part of of the the game that's why they get paid the big bucks um, guys, what is let's see I'm trying to see if there's any other news going around. Um,
5: what else you got to talk
2: about? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I mean, we get, Um, uh, I think for me, look, is I, I want to give out, I'll give out the ball out award to Miles Sanders this week the V dot ball out award. Um, Miles Sanders made some jukes and some moves and he looked fast. It almost looked like he was running in fast forward for the first time. Like I didn't know if my phone was catching up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it has that little delay and then it catches up by moving through the screen faster. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. that fast forwarding Miles or is he faster? <laughs> um and I only I only think there's one only one other person eligible for the award. I hope you give it to him.
3: Uh what for the
2: T V dotto Ballot Award.
3: You say it's easy, yeah.
2: True, but oh, okay. I thought you were going to. Um, I think Derek Brown gets it.
3: Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, yeah, Derek Brown. Yeah, no, no, I feel bad. It does. It it deserves to go to Derek. Uh, Derek, second up, dude. I mean, look. How about this? Games like today, that's when you see why the Panthers drafted him. That's who he was drafted to be a monster he's in the middle. He's been the most
2: consistent player for the yeah. Panthers over the last year. By the way, he's, he's never hurt. better every week, too. He gets On the better. On a defense
3: that's always hurt, he's Mr. Consistent, man. He's out there every single game.
2: Burns is, too, though. He's yeah, dealt Burns with injuries, too. but he's played through
5: them.
3: Yeah, but he's also but he's had more injuries than Brown.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, um, now it's time for Tony's jabroni. Tony jabronis.
5: We're gonna Tony's to jabroni. We're
2: gonna yeah, to we're,
5: make
3: something.
2: We're gonna have to get some uh, clips going. Tony's jabroni for today is going to be Tony's jabroni. Yeah, it's just the gluttony of you know what is uh I'm gonna give it to Brian Burns because Gross Matos is more noticeable, it feels like. And he's missed five games. Um, Actually, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't be able to give it to Brian Burns. They didn't have to pass. There was no passing downs. I don't know. Again, I see them running at Brian Burns' side all the time. So, um, Tony's jabroni. I'm going to give it to Blackshear for falling down on that play. But doing the cool spring, up. That's my jabroni. Uh,
3: coachs jabroni? Yeah. Is Bryce Young?
5: Mm.
3: I know it's easy. I know it's easy, but there were there were there were points to be had in this in this game. There were points to be had, even for as bad as everything is. Just like every game, there are plays to be made, and when Bryce has the opportunity to do so, he doesn't. And to me, that's unacceptable for the guy that you traded, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and the 2024 first overall pick in the draft for. It's too much. He's a jabron.
2: Safira. Is that how you would say it? Safira? Uh, yeah. Long time
3: listener. They've been in the chat for
2: a lot of years. Uh, Y'all think Brian Burns is checked out and stopped giving his all, or is he truly a mid-tier defender?
7: <laughs> um.
2: I think he's a very good player, not elite.
3: I mean, I feel like if you want to get paid, you're not allowed to check out. Yeah, yeah, you're on a shit team. But bro, guess what? It's nothing new for you. It's nothing new for you. You're the one saying that you want the bag. So you got to go get the fucking bag. And uh, now it's gone from being like, you know, like a rumor to unfair criticism to a legit, bryce i mean uh brian burns disappears in the second half of football games and that's not a lie that's just the truth
2: roosevelt mungo says post postgame shows are getting shorter and shorter i thought he was referring to our show which it is right i mean like not, not as many calls um and we're hitting that point where you're going from anger to apathy um, but then somebody up else this people up. People somebody on. else said they didn't even stream live, so I'm wondering if he's talking about the Panthers' actual post game press conferences. Like, did they know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Oh, like, oh oh yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. They're
2: gonna hold them, but we're not gonna put them on the internet for you guys to make fun of.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I asked this. I wish I uh, if I had the time. But, but, and wait, the real, inter-
3: real quick, am I wrong in saying that? Like, if, if indeed he did just check out, like, that's on you. Why should I feel sorry for you? You're the one saying that you want all this money. Like oh, if yeah, just, man. You can't
2: check out out out. in the NFL. That's why, you, that's why they always say you can't tank. You know, you get those defenders of the non-tank. Right. And then you have to say, no, we mean institutional tanking because all these guys got money on the line. And you know what? All these guys will play for the Carolina Panthers next year if they pay them. But all these guys are hoping that another better team is going to pay them too.
3: Oh, for sure. And so to, to do so.
2: I think this is I think that Brian Burns skill set doesn't show itself on a team that's constantly behind. Oh, yeah. Because Every team is facing that we just don't get teams in third and longs. And if they are in third and longs, they're up by three scores. And that just, but every time we're at third and 10, we're down by 21 points. That's the type of down distance and opportunity that a guy like Brian Burns gets to eat at. But when a team can beat you without having, with only completing 19 passes or 60, you know, like, how is it? Like, I mean, how can he really truly affect the game? Yeah. And he was talking about C3 post
3: games. They are getting shorter, man, dude. We're, listen, everyone's fighting apathy. How many people do we have in the uh, cat calls that are like, dude, I didn't even watch. I didn't even watch. And by the way, shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate each and every single one of you. 214 people still watching. Hey, if you have any love for your boys at C3, please hit that thumbs up. It really does help what we do, man. It helps Leave out. A that comment algorithm.
2: afterwards. Like please. that the comments afterwards. Keep pushing it through the algorithm. And check us out on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. We did get another call come in, so we'll just go ahead and take it.
6: Yeah, let's do it. I do feel bad for the rest of these coaches. I feel bad for all the coaches because Tepper really fucked this one up, messing around, just let the people do their jobs, let the scouts do their jobs. They really do need a fire fitter. He should be the first one. He should have been the first one fired. But I do feel bad for all these coaches had to move their families from across the country for this fucking dumpster, fucking fire, fucking garbage juice-ass fucking owner. Dude sucks, dude. This
2: is why you should rent your first year.
6: They're fucking picking players and trying to have their hand in everything, man. Get the fuck out the kitchen, bro. You're just ruining the fucking food. Get out of here. This dude sucks. The team sucks. The coaching, the fucking offensive play calling, it is trash. Third and one, and you're going in shotgun, man. Stop doing that, man. That shit, that shit is ugly. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too... Down on like because I know the team sucks, so I just watch Red Zone. But I do watch the Panthers game, but I watch Red Zone. But it should, it should just bullshit? I mean, I'm not. I can't be too mad, bro, because I already know we're gonna fucking lose. So i uh, just try to enjoy my Sunday.
3: Heard Make that. My Fuck Heard
6: him, that. I'm take to sleep now. Fuck that.
2: Heard that. Um, well, the one way to make money is to go to prize picks, which I'm going to give them a free read right here and use the promo code C3. And when you play you play daily fantasy football sports to win real money, uh, just pick Bryce Young and less than. You I said it, Cody. You. <laughs> you said it?
3: Yeah. It's just a lot, dude.
2: It's just they a lot. Too. I mean, they could have pushed that than. number to one. That number could have been 125 today and he almost didn't get it. Yeah, you know
5: what I'm saying? Dude. It's like without, yeah,
2: what, the big catch for dealing down the field, or something like that, or well, and also like,
3: Price picks like
2: thirty yards at halftime. Well, the projection that
3: Prize Picks gives you for Bryce every week is lower and lower. Yeah, I mean, like the, the, the number I kept yeah,
2: going, the, oh Baker's got Baker one sixty. Come on, and then he would go throw one thirty.
3: Did Tampa Bay come, uh, did they get the victory today?
2: Yeah. Wow. Three-way tie, six and seven, all trash teams, but the Panthers are wow. so trash that <laughs> they can't even make it in the dumpster.
3: Uh, dude, that's hilarious. The Panthers that are the trash been. that
2: fell out of the dump truck on the way to the dump and is just getting run over by everybody.
3: Oh, yeah, it uh, hit me.
2: All right. You know what? We'll be back on Tuesday unless we got anything. I haven't seen any breaking news going around the Internet or anything for the Carolina Panthers that Thomas Brown is about as close as we got. Um, Tabor out of his. Everybody. This, t- You know what is Nobody's going to do well here. Also, um, probably want to rent if you're one of these guys your first year, unless you move to Charlotte. This is why you can't feel bad for them. Their property value probably went up.
3: Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, again, at the end of the day, they're millionaires, man. Like I'm, these guys oh, are making. It's only nine yeah, second
2: call. What is this? This sounds like what is a nine second call good do? Probably some crap. Let's see. Oh, it's a butt dial. All right. Um, we've done you know, jabronis. We've done anything else, or should we call it?
3: Um. Now let's let these cool people uh go enjoy the rest of their Sundays watching hopefully some better football than the Panthers.
2: All right. My name is Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers Post Game show. We're here after every game, win, lose, 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 or potentially even draw. Sometimes we could go for one of those. We'll be here throughout the rest of the season. We're here every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Longest running Panthers podcast. Lock arms with us, folks. Uh, we've been putting in and building a foundation for this podcast to take off, I felt like, and the Panthers aren't working with us. No, the Panthers not are not yet. working with us, but our community is growing and stronger and stronger by the day. And what I want us to think about is we're all in this together, we're all riding in the car together to and from these miserable games. It's time to lock arms, bent, share, care. Because if we don't care about this team and we go, a couple, we're gonna have to just manufacture our care, like our, oh, yeah. Because if we get, man, it could be two more seasons of two wins.
3: It's tough sledding. And by the way, I promise I'll do everything in my power to get a film room out this week. It's tough, y'all. It's tough, man. We're all going through this apathy, man. But I think we have to do a film review this week and uh, go over some of these overthrows. Um, But, yeah, man, y'all keep it tuned to the channel. Follow us on our socials at Cat underscore Chronicles, at Koyulak. Um, follow all of our boys on Twitter from DZL Skills to Panther Pickle to our our guys, Anthony and JJ. They've been rocking it with those Twitter spaces, doing a fantastic job letting everyone join in on the conversation. Uh, and every Friday at 7 p.m. for the Friday Free For All where we let you all be a part of the show, man. Come be with us, man. We have, like Tony said, we have to rally together like fans in the car, going to the game. We're in this together, man.
2: We already bought the tickets, folks. Where We're going. We're going. We're going to fucking be mad and miserable, but we're fucking doing it because, man, uh, that's what you got to do. You got to do that. We're not leaving. No, we're not exactly. Right, exactly. We're uh, not fucking We're busy. gonna fucking keep podcasting, whether you like it or not, David Tepper. We're
3: keep fucking podcasting while we keep fucking pounding, baby. Let's yeah. go.
2: Take us out of here.
3: C3 Nation. Keep pounding.